The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Hello, Commanders. Lamar Jackson's the next great one. And the Avs finally fall. All on a disheveled John Elway, Rooney Rule Racists, Role Play Wednesday edition of the program, Jake. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right, Jake. I did it. Yeah. Got a good one. School day, snow day for the kids, no school. Um, I got to sleep an extra hour today. That's always nice. With yelling kids up everywhere. It was all right. Throwing snowballs in the house. You know, I wasn't going to come. I was like, I'm going to take a day off. Then I was like, oh, Andrew's not there anymore. Jake's back. So I'm probably going to go. Kick it with Jake. I'm glad I make all the difference. For sure. 303-831-1340 is the hotline, and it's the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Okay? You with me? Radio on demand tab while you're there at milehighsports.com, right? We'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works. Don't go to podcast. You're going to find, for one, way at the top of the page, the first one, the record-shattering Broncos Blitz podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's only one of the biggest Broncos podcasts in the universe. I'm kind of a big deal. That stars Danny Williams and Jake Meyer as well. So just when you thought, like, damn, that's it? Uh, you know, everyone's like, you guys should have a third hour. Or like altitude, a fifth or sixth hour. I'm like, yeah, I did shows over there. I just did a show all day. I don't have eight hours to do a radio show. It's <laughs> your typical work week. Damn. It was nice over there. You should have seen what they paid, Jake. A lot. But you had to do a lot of things. That's a winner, son. Cheddar coming. Uh, But let's have a good one today. Pace ourselves. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about including, uh, we'll get to the racist stuff, but uh, it, following up with some older racist news, the Washington football team has a new name. They will be known as, now and forever fo- forward, the Commanders. The Commanders. Hmm. Okay. All right, the, uh, yeah, it's division, that's, it is a tough division this year. It's got the Cowboys, you got the Eagles, and you got the Commanders. Can't forget about those Giants. Uh, the racist Giants. 
<laughs> Damn. They, the Giants are so racist. You're supposed to say, how racist are they? Uh, the Giants are so racist, Jake. How racist are they? Well, well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the racism out of the bag. Because the Giants have already had a deal done with Brian Dable, and they're like, oh, yeah. We're supposed to interview a black guy or a Mexican guy. Is Ron Rivera out there? Oh, no, he's with the Commanders. Oops. Forgot he's with the Commanders. So they go uh, interview Brian Flores after Bill Belichick, and I guess the whole world knows that Dable is the guy there because Bill Belichick text messaged Brian Flores, congratulations on the Giants job. I hear you're their guy. And Flores was like, uh, what? Big cheer? What, what? Are you kidding me? Big cheer. What? Are you kidding what me? is that, Coach? What do you? What do you even mean, what Coach? Do you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't interview with them until tomorrow. Did Did you mean to text Brian Dable? You got any more cricket sounds? And then Belichick was like, um. Right. I'm a dumbass. He was like, I meant Brian Dable. I was texting him without my glasses on. Good luck with the interview. Does Bill, Bill Belichick have ties to Obviously, Dable? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. He was trying to text him to congratulate him on his new job. On his new job, Brian Dable's new job that Brian Flores was interviewing for the next day, somehow still. And then, just when you thought the NFL could not get any more racist, they go pull a stunt like this. And Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, offers his head coach his head coach of his team $100,000 for every loss because they're trying to tank. That's a... Oh, my goodness. Oh. Just to add... My Lord. All of... Just a, another bombshell to everything else that, you know, this lawsuit is already bringing. Damn. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I got one more for you. The Broncos interviewed him a couple years ago. And John Elway and, and Joe Ellis were an hour late to the meeting, reeking of booze, talking, good for you, bud. Good for you, bud. They ended the meeting with that. Good okay. for you, bud. He's an idiot. And John shows up to the meeting, you know, um, get drunk, wake up. He's wasted still. Oh, huh. remember that one? Yeah. That was, that was John. He's like, I'm still effed up even during, even during the interview. Yes. Damn, John. You're like Kid La, La, Leroy. Leroy? You're like you Kid You're like Kid Leroy. It's Christina. Are you stupid or are you deaf? <laughs> Christina, you idiot. You it, come to our house. Names. You get what? my wife's name right. 
Damn, that's good. I got this little cheese and crackers thing with meats. A little meat with it. Those are solid. It's not lunchable like Andrew. Andrew's um, snacks he gets for lunch come with two Oreos or two Hershey Kisses or a little toy you have to put together. Poor kid. I miss those days. <laughs> I, you know, we, I do that for the kids. It's weird. I was like, I don't know. I'll tell you later. Let's keep talking about racism. It's a bad look for not only the Broncos, but listen, the a Broncos lot of hired a black franchise. coach. Sorry, hired a black guy already. Sorry. <laughs> Can you take our name off of this? Because we hired a black coach, guys. <laughs> right? It, he, he was just a winner. Uh, just he told us that uh, he gets the NFL. Just that I'm a winner. I get the NFL. That doesn't exempt you from future huh. Are you serious? That's like saying, oh, my best no, friend not. is black. No, it is. Well, no, 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 exactly no. It's, what they're it's, saying. No, no, it's further than that. It's like, uh, oh, I'm racist? Really? Come meet my wife. My wife is black. Oh! <laughs> Still Boom! Hey, take that for data. That's one of my kids' favorites right now. Take that for data. Yep. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, player. <laughs> Oh, I'm racist. Oh, okay. Dear, can you come in here? Meet my black wife. It's over with. They hired a black head coach. What's Brian Flores talking about? You could say they're classless and John Elway is an a-hole for showing up to the meeting, reeking of booze and with his golf stuff on. You know? Oh, uh, when they ever, they're, they're an hour into the meeting with the executives of the Broncos execs who did show up. Oh, sorry, man. We were uh, running late. Well, I mean, for another coaching candidate, you know, would they give that same type of disrespect? No. Oh, yes, they would. That's the point. They're just. Yeah, they would. Sorry. They're just a-holes. I was making my little meat and cheese. Yeah, they would. They're just a-holes. Okay, so... John always got it, yeah. Don't you know, it's not like... Think he could do whatever he wants. You know, like, I'm just here for the comments, right? So when you go to, like... like I was reading some of the comments on John on Twitter, and the one guy said, um, my wife waited on John 30 years ago. Uh, she told me he was a, uh, an a-hole back then. I've known this for 30 years. That was kind of funny. You know, John has a rep for being... A bit of a tough guy. It's John Elway in the biggest. It's like you're almost like Elvis. It's like, don't you get sick of people after a while? Probably a little bit. So is John the jerk? Nah, I don't know about all that. Is John the most well-polished exec? Uh, no. Did you hear the Ponzi scheme stuff? You know? We got a text from our guy, Noit. He says, Broncos put out a statement saying they have recordings and records to disprove everything Flores claims about their interview, so they'll be getting tossed off the lawsuit. Um, so if, if that is the case, and it's you know completely disproven, then the Broncos are off the hook. Okay. I don't, you know, they're good. Should be good to go with that stuff. Brian Flores shouldn't have dragged the Broncos' name into it. I don't know if the guy will ever be able to work again in the league. He'll probably have to go to college. Most likely. Um, unless there's an NFL he's, franchise that, you know. Bro, 
He's pissed. Wants to make a statement. He's pissed. He did a great job in Miami. And do you know what? Even a greater job when you realize the general manager and the owner were in cahoots to, to try to lose games. He was winning games despite all of that. Dang. Right? Yeah, and if he actually had a, you know, a decent you know, team around to, to actually coach, then maybe they make the playoffs. Brian Flores, wow. Brian Flores is a good coach. I love the NFL, so do I got a, my anti-Flores? No. Then am I a racist? No. Why am I back in the NFL? Because there's been previous blackhead coaches, and... Uh, I, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you... Uh, buddy, uh, introduce my friend, my black friend from my youth, Ron Jet. Hey, Ron. He's like one of my back, one of black friends, Ronald Jet. We just, you know, but when we got bust to Trailer Elementary, little Juan, Jose, little Heavy Air, not just one, but two. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Hello, ladies. And by ladies, I mean my wife and daughters. Hey, guys. They're home from school today. Uh, Jake, say hello to the ladies. Show them that hair. Your hair, it's everywhere. We're going to play that today. I don't know what song it is. <laughs> you will in a minute here. It's Mile High Sports. Your hair, it's everywhere. Screaming infidelities, taking its wear. Jake's hair, it's everywhere. Damn, I used to hate my stepdad to this. And I didn't even have one. These are the OGs of mm -hmm. sad. Yes. They're the first. I mean, like, there was Green Day and Blink. And, of course, you hated your stepdad to this. But this, you hated everyone, including yourself. And you liked it. Oh. That's, yes, that's what music was back then. It brings out emotions. Jake's here. Okay, sorry. We're back in. It's a role play Wednesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. How are you guys? Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you know, I'm here. If I'm here and you're here, well, doesn't that make it our time? So I, what I mean is I'm sure you still got to work and stuff and stuff. But if you don't, um, you know, enjoy your time off, your little day off. Just shovel your little walkway there for the, the old ladies and then uh, uh, enjoy it. But if you're still working like the rest of us, hardworking badasses, we are badass. <laughs> then we appreciate you guys listening to us, the whole thing. You know, I always kind of think parents who have to go to work and like we don't have, who's going to babysit the kids if there's no school day kind of stuff. I think that's like a real thing. I kind of think the kids you just find your way to school when you can make it to school. And um, you have the option to stay home if you can. 
But there's kids that's like school's like, you know, I got both parents got to go to work all day, day long. So that's like throws things off. I think quite a bit. So all right, um, take your kid to work day. <laughs> I was kind of snuck out before they were like, "Can I go? No, can I go? Why you went last time? Uh, why? Like just uh, please stop. Get me out of here." Uh, the Avs finally lost to the poop. They lost? Well, in overtime. In a shootout. So they still recorded a point. So to that extent, there, it does their regulation, um, you know, undefeated regulation streak. Again, that's the worst team in hockey. They have like 10 wins. Uh, but, you know, you, you sometimes you can see that stuff coming a little bit. Damn. I guess you can't win them all, or can you? No, they did for like a month and a half. Uh, for one, the first thing that came to mind, first thing that came to mind on um, the Stephen Ross stuff, he's basically trying to fix games. That is Pete Rose kind of stuff. If this is true then Steven Ross has to be kicked out of the NFL trying to, I mean, like even if we know it's kind of true to take it to this extreme and take it to this level is pretty, it's pretty unbelievable what those boys did, you know? So geez, Louise, it's unbelievable what those boys did. For real. It's unbelievable what they did. Damn. It's unbelievable. 100,000 per did. loss. If you're the head coach, what are you like saying to that? You throw the, I don't know, you just throw it all in their face. Obviously, all of this stuff makes sense now, right? Oh, yeah. And why he's fired? He's, you know, he's risking his entire, you know, football coaching livelihood by doing this all right i told you like when i grew up i had you know we i grew up like in bareback we wasn't we didn't have no money terry is terry there are you there terry yeah we, yeah, we lived here. we lived like an apartment we didn't have no money okay it wasn't yeah. like i didn't have none of that stuff you know like mm-hmm. anything i ever had it was like when i got what i was growing up and got it myself okay yeah yeah but i said that you could, because they hired a black coach already, you could exclude them from this conversation. Am I, am I wrong about that? Yeah, but let me tell you why. I, and I, I hate that we have to go this way, but, I mean, Caitlyn Jenner was living with, uh, with, with, his, with his wife for, uh, for years. And he Chris, Chris. You know, Chris, yeah. And obviously, he was, and then you have people that are married, but they're, that they're gay. So you can be, you can say, just because somebody hired somebody black, listen, we talked about this a couple, I, I think, okay, I'm going to take both perspectives. I think it's a stupid rule because if I own something, I, I don't have any problem with you hiring whoever you want. The only problem I have with the racism is if you prevent me from being able to take care of my family. Because listen, Stephen Ross is what, 80 years old? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't end segregation until 1964. <laughs> so to think that these people are not racist, we're just fooling ourselves. They are. They all are. They they are exactly. They are. Terry. And as an African American, it's like okay, look, I don't want you. That's what I'm. Why the rule is dumb to me. You're just bringing me in there to go through the to go through the motions. You have no intentions on hiring me. 
So why even waste my time? And, I, and listen, but you know what this has done? It solved the, the mystery that we've been wondering the last five years. Elway and Joe Ellis have been drunk this whole time. That's why they got Brock Osweiler. That's why they they bring it on. Yeah, no, for real. The whole time they've been intoxicated. But you know what? On a serious note, it really, really is sad that in 2022 that this stuff is still going on. Now, people can – Brian Foyer, as far as we know, nobody has talked about his character. Why would he make this up? Like you said. Oh, it's for sure true. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's probably got proof. Bro, it, it's for he does. He's got the text messages. He's got it all, bro. It's 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 true. This is all true. And isn't there's one Terry, there's one black head coach in the National Football League right now. One. Yeah. And it's a team that doesn't fire their coaches. So who's to if Mike Tomlin was hired by the Eagles or any other team, almost any other team, would he have been ran at some point too, or is he just a great man who happened to find himself with a great franchise who really, you know, who's had three coaches in sixty years? Yeah, it, it, it's sad. Listen, it's sad. listen, it, Terry. I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna argue racism with a black guy, but I ain't never heard of marrying a black guy or marrying a black girl and then i'm racist after that you married in that's not like i told you like when i was a kid like i was i didn't get fish when i was saying like ron jet he was my like one of my black friends but i got bussed downtown to greenlee elementary okay we got bussed downtown and i mean like i was i you know i'm kind of a little bit a little bit dark myself i guess i mean compared to all the other white guys in Denver Sports Talk Radio, I guess. But, like, every, you know, they're all, they, all, all the kids were dark. All the kids were black okay, or Mexican. So, but listen, you could say that. You could say that, my black friend. But listen, you marry into black. The Broncos married into black with Vance Joseph. The Broncos ain't racist. They're just a holes and classless. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and I'm leave on this note. You, you're probably right. But here's the thing. Remember this. And, the power of the P and you is, is a is powerful on both sides for the man and for the woman. So sometimes that that, that P will make you love something that don't necessarily mean you you, just, you don't you don't see color. Listen, you know they say when the lights off, everybody the same color. Terry, don't put that P on a pedestal though. Don't put that P on a pedestal. <laughs> You're right, buddy. Hey, hey don't. Man, I love you, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate you. Show, you. Hey, Terry, don't let that Gina own your life, okay? <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm over that. Now. <laughs> All right, later, bro. All right, okay, bye. I love Terry from California. He's probably one of my top. He's what top ten clone. Listen, clones. Well, but, you know, he said something there. You know about Brian Flores' character. You know, nobody's oh ever gosh. said anything. Are you kidding me? Anything? This guy's great. This guy's you all. I mean, like a lot of people turned on him. Racist. Well, here's <laughs> here's a question. Would you rather have had Vic Fangio or Brian Flores? Flores? Oh my gosh, yes. So you're saying they're racist? The, yeah. There might be some... <laughs> they hired... Know. Well, will you go back you to can't Colin go, Kaepernick. It's like, listen, this probably sounds racist, but you can't hire a black, young black head coach and hire another young black coach. Why? Why not? You go white guys, white guy after white guy after white guy. It's just like... But it's like they went from, we did this. Mike Shanahan to a 33-year-old in Josh McDaniels. Back to a 60-year-old in John Fox. Gary Kubiak, the unicorn. They get after you. They go back to the young guy in in Vince Joseph. Guys, it's a reboot. It's a it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. It's not a reboot. And then uh, they go to what after that? Old dinosaur, the old, Vic the old grandpa and Vic Fangio. I see what so you're saying. So now you could go to Brian Flores, and I don't know why he wasn't more in the discussion, except for in circles 
this stuff was being talked about, said, going on. You know, this just didn't hit the punch of the Broncos in the face. I'm sure this was, you know, you, you could see some of this kind of stuff coming. No one's going to touch this guy now. See, I would agree with that if the Broncos didn't hire three or two defensive-minded head coaches in a row. If, if Vic Fangio was an offensive head coach, then I could yeah. support that argument. So you think the Broncos are racist? Maybe just a little. I think the Broncos are not racist. I think they're classless. They hired Vance Joseph. A black head coach. Okay? I'll just go back to the Colin Kaepernick situation. That they should have hired... They should have gave Colin Kaepernick a job. And that's just my analogy. Is like you can say, oh, well, you should see all my black friends. I got tons of them. And they all love me. But when you... You know, they married into Vance Joseph. You marry into... Oh, yeah, I'm racist. Dear, come here. Let me introduce you to my black wife. That's like... You know, it's over with. This thing is over. <laughs> okay. If Steven Ross tried to throw games, he must be kicked out of the NFL. 100%. Throw games. Throw games. Paying to throw games. 100 grand. Is this a... Who? Oh, uh, Breakbot. I'm sorry, what? Breakbot. Never heard of him. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, you guys, Terry Great Stuff. Who the f*** is that guy? Join the conversation. <laughs> Breakbot. You just found it, Rando? Yeah. Well, I know this song. It's I've heard it before. Oh, yeah, me too. Attracts. Remember that one on Attracts at night when we were uh, Keep that on. rubbing each other's backs and stuff? You guys still got those glow sticks? You weren't supposed to say that. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on their side, per se. Molly Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I know what you're trying to do, and I like it. Who is this? This is 21 Pilots. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I didn't think you would know this. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, take that for data, Jake. <laughs> take that for data. Um, let's talk about uh, something Tom Brady said yesterday. Take a break from racism. We'll do more racism in the second hour. We're not going to be racist. I didn't mean that. Let's go, Brandon. No, I didn't mean that. I didn't. I don't even know what that means to be like. To be honest with you, so um, Trump sucks. Biden sucks. They all suck. Give me. I know. I need a dashing young, forty-seven or forty-eight-year-old former athlete stud with a gorgeous wife and two beautiful kids to be my president. Like imposing. Like it just you know looks the whole part. 
I need the whole thing. Or the rock. Or give me the rock. You know? I'll take the rock. Finally! Finally, the rock has come back to the White House. Uh, okay. Could Tom Brady be president of the United States of America? I mean, if Trump can, then why not? Well, yeah, because Giselle's like Melania. And then you got. And he's 40 something. You know? Yep. 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 Uh, Icon. You have to be 35 to be president or 45? I think it's 35. I think 35, yeah. <laughs> or Kanye. He ran. So what did Brady say? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, On his Insta. Two Lamar Jackson, you're next. Oh, what? What the? Why? I, I don't know. I don't see it. I'm not racist against black quarterbacks. We know that because the theme of the show is racism today, but I might be racist against that black quarterback. And what I mean is I don't think he can win. I think I'm over the idea of Lamar Jackson winning championships. Yeah. I mean, I he, just think he's sorry. Go ahead. He had a uh, quite a few injuries this year. It got him off the field, but even before that, he couldn't win in the playoffs. That was the issue. He's very unique and very special. He's one of a kind, or maybe a, you know, he's like maybe the Michael Vick 2.0, you know, really, you know, even the way they kind of sling that ball in the middle of the field and they're just kind of, you can't touch them. But it's like, I don't know if you can win big with that. And I think they've had a couple good runs at it. It's like the Titans. Are the Titans now going to go? Anyone going to pick the Titans to win it next year? It's like, it's as good as it's kind of going to get. Yeah. Another year, Derrick Henry. Another year, Julio Jones. Um, I like Tannehill. I like A.J. Brown. But it's like. Tannehill to me is they've like a had, They Listen, they've had a great team for the last few years. But greatness, what's what's beyond greatness? I don't know. Is there anything beyond greatness? Then that's what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Greatness. Like (laughs) Apollo Creed said, you may fight great, but I'm a great fighter. You know what I mean? There's a difference. He told Rocky, like, you came, you know, you came and could fight me. We might be a stylistic union. You got up that day, whatever it is. But I'm a great fighter. You know? Balboa doing it every time. And he's like, oh, you know, you know, you got a big mouth. Yeah. He tells Mr. T that actually. He goes, hey, have your wife come back to my apartment. Hey, boy, you look mighty cute in those jeans, boy. That's the game, Mr. T, but it's only Mr. T I do. But he tells, <laughs> he tells Rocky's wife, like, to come back to his apartment, and I'll show it to him. I'm a real man. And oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I, my, hey, you got a big mouth. Yeah, no, what? You got a. And then like, Andrew, he, <laughs> he tells Mick, oh, 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 fight, oh, fight. Hey, you ain't getting no fight. And then uh, that's when like he tells Clubber Lang tells Rocky, you've been ducking me, you know, fight all these has been. And Rocky got to thinking about it, you know, and I was like, oh, Mick is was them fight set up. And he, Mick was like. <laughs> <laughs> those was those was good fighters but <laughs> they didn't have what was he say 
this was good fighters, but they didn't have like that. It was okay, has beens, you know. It was kind of a lie. It was a little bit of a lie that Rocky was living alone. No, I mean he had to go beat Clubber Lane, and he had to like change what he was gonna do stylistically. That's when Apollo Creed trained him. All those black guys, and then you knew that day and forever forward that Rocky was in fact not what racist. Yeah, but going back to uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay, sorry. I I don't think he's got what it takes to to take it to the next level. level. He's a great athlete. He's incredible. He's very unique. But that doesn't. It's, I think I'm done with the conversation of Lamar Jackson winning championships. Why would Tom Brady say that? Why? I don't know. Why? He's got, it, he's got to be close friends. I, I don't <laughs> with the Lamar Jackson? Maybe. I don't think so. Okay. Freezing cold takes. Brady, you're next. <laughs> and where? And like, once he in, he's at when he's cut by the Ravens in three years or right. something. All right. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, you guys join the conversation. Text us. Uh, be safe driving out there. Just take your time a little bit. No big deal. Because, like, you know, there's a lot of people not on the roads as well. So sometimes I like to, like, if I'm, like, on the highway or something, there's no one around me and it's, like, icy. It's icy. I'll do a little swervy or, like, I'll see what this baby can do. Or I'll just stop apart. And I'm like, what would happen if I did this or anything? You know, you ever do that kind of stuff? Uh, No. Oh. Back in my when I had my truck, I did. Me either, Ossifer. Uh, Danny Williams. <laughs> well, you and is it John Elway been in the back seat there? Yes, sir. We are fine, sir. Smells a little uh, vodka. That's nothing. It's mouthwash. We have dates tonight. Oh, you have dates at uh, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yep. John's uh, wife knows some other Raiders cheerleaders. An after party. Okay, boys. And Joe Ellis just passed out back there on LA's shoulder. Just drooped over, in and out of like, where am I? A little bit of puke. Puke and rally. Yeah. Trying to talk him into swinging by in and out. <laughs> I'm like, guys, chill. I got this. Hey, yo, uh, I don't know. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer back on their side of Smelly Sports. Elton, man. He had it all put together back in the day, you know? Very flamboyant and beautiful. And now he's just, a, you know, old, big fat, so. You know, so, you know, like, it's hard to keep it all together like that. When people love you so much. Loved it. It's Sir Elton. Oh, John. I'm sorry. Put some respect. You know what's cool, though? I told you this. Uh, he's like at a, uh, he's at the, like, a, I don't know, um, a resort or something. And the DJ's playing this, like, and there's a bunch of people out there, and he kind of comes up, gets on the mic, and sings it. The DJ sits there, and he's singing it to all these people, just like, might as well be at the Ryu Cancun. You know what I mean? Like, and he's kind of pretty good. Usually they don't got nothing left to give, you know? That's like Billy Joel now. It's like, Billy Joel used to be cool. Run around the stage and all this and that. Now he's like, oh, I'm wearing suits to cover my giant fatness. Where were we? Uh, we were talking Tom Brady and Lamar. Okay, but... yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about... How about the avalanche? How happened last night? 
How do you lose to the worst team in the NHL when you're the best and most hottest team in the NHL? A streak's got to come to an end at some point, and maybe they were just uh, got a little too comfortable when they had that lead. Uh, they were up 1-0, and then the Coyotes came back and you know tied it up, and then they went up ahead 2-1, and you know they I think they just ran out of gas. I think, and you know they've just been playing so hard and so fast lately, um, every single night, having like I said six overtime games in January. It, they might have been out of gas in another overtime game against the Coyotes. Uh, so I think that's what it was. It gets hard, like the pressure on maintaining the, you know, There's the streak. Some attrition sets in. Oh, man. Um. Okay. Are the Avs destined for greatness? I think they are. Um, What's they, that mean to you? Destined for greatness is a championship, at least one championship. Um, they've been fighting hard to get there, and they've you know came up short the past few years, and it's been a disappointment. But they've still got a really good squad, and you know with McKinnon, uh, a bona fide MVP candidate every single season. As long as they have McKinnon and that young core together, they're always going to be in the running. Do you know where Garoppolo could work? Where? Miami. Green Bay. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh yeah. You right? That was nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I just thought of that. You know, LaFleur would get a lot, I think, out of him. It looked different, feel different. They got a running game. You know, they have some pieces. I mean, it would look shoot. almost like the 49ers offense. I think it would, yeah. LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay. Are all off the show? No doubt about it. Tree, no doubt about it. And they all, well, and they young, all have they're young similar. and innovative. They'll get the most out of Garoppolo. You know, I I don't know. If, I don't think Garoppolo for, for sure can work anywhere and everywhere. He's been pretty good anywhere he's ever been. But I think um, he'd be a, a good fit in Miami as well. I think so too. But the, you know, again, like the final kind of like we're gonna have Donnie, how they treating you? You know, we got Jerry gonna call and talk about Garoppolo. I don't want this offense held back by Garoppolo. I want a guy who, like, we know the job is to throw it 30 times a game or 35 times a game. That's kind of what I want. That's what I want. You know, Garoppolo, we know, like, if he throws it 25 or less, he's probably going to win the game. If he starts throwing it 35 times, that's not what you want. That's, like, not what we're looking for here. We're looking for someone who's going to let it loose. Actually, we have to go uh, times two against Herbert, times two against Mahomes. And now Josh McDaniels and uh, Derek Carr, you need someone who can throw the ball. And Garoppolo, while I could appreciate him, and yeah, he is a handsome devil, I just don't think that, you know, I'm not, I don't want Garoppolo here. I mean, I want more than that. Wait, what's so funny over there? Uh, it's not funny. I was just, uh, we got a text from the 605 um, saying, what does this do? I think this is the going back to the Flores situation. What does what does this do for Elway and any new potential owner groups? This the team is obviously in better hands with George Payton than with Elway, but when it comes to the ownership, it's going to be the highest bid. You know, it, it, it's not I don't think You're it comes down it? to yeah. oh. I, don't, I don't think it comes down to Oh, you know, this uh, stuff's not a good Flores look changed. in any little, you know, uh I don't know, when your name is kind of drugged through the mud a little bit hurts. I mean, is it uh, what's is there a monetary, you know, um, number on how this might affect the Broncos? I don't. In this situation, I kind of don't. 
really think so. Not a great look. Not a great look. Um, but I actually, again, like, what, what is the first thing the Broncos are going to say in retaliation to this? To me, it'd be, well, we, the guy just before that who we hired was a black head coach, you know. So um, are we racist? Uh, nah, I don't think the Broncos are racist. I never kind of took, I, I, I've never thought of them as that. And I think hiring Vance Joseph, who they took a gamble on, who had a little bit of baggage with him, that's only not only hiring a black head coach. It's hiring a black head coach that maybe, Jake, nobody else would have hired. Maybe. Nobody else would have hired. And, you know, we we were talking earlier this year, Vance, you know, maybe eventually we'll get another opportunity at a head coaching I think job. Did the Dolphins hire somebody? Not yet. They, they might, he might get that job. Right. Um, but let's show them how unracist we are going back to the Bronco situation, um, with, with Brian Flores. I don't, I don't think there are any racist connotations in not hiring Flores. I just think that there might have been some in the past with, like I said, the Colin Kaepernick situation, but Noit brought up that the Broncos traded for cap or were trying to trade for cap. So that argument is off the table. But what I say to that is that they were going to want him to pay, take half of the money that he was making. And Uh, you're not going to do that to a a player who went to a Super Bowl. You're not going to ask that of somebody. It was the only offer he had. He could potentially still be playing in the league. If he would have taken that deal. Sometimes you have to take the L to big picture, get get what you want or the opportunity. Just get me on the field. I'll earn that money back. John was trying to make it work. John was trying to be creative. There was a lot of baggage on the table, and the Broncos were willing to go bring in Colin Kaepernick, the one team, the one team that I can remember willing to make the guy the quarterback of their team were the Denver Broncos. So um, who, who said that? Noit. Great job. Um, but also... Why are you passing on Russell Wilson? Why are you passing on Dak Prescott when you're drafting guys like Brock Osweiler? Well, Brock, because they had a relationship with Brock. And Dak, he missed a flight and all this kind of stuff. And you're needing excuses. You're needing reasons to eliminate guys or to love guys. And that's just kind of what happened with Dak Prescott. Is it right or wrong? No. Was their evaluation right or wrong? Actually, it sounds like their evaluations were pretty good on Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Both times. They just went the wrong direction both times. So it's just a, a lapse in judgment as opposed yes, to it's, it's, racism. I don't think the Broncos are racist. There's other racist owners out there. Listen, uh, Pat Bowen was not racist. Pat Bowen was not racist. I could promise you that. I mean, that he, he was not racist. So, um, And Denver is a very progressive city, so even if there was... There, I don't... I mean, There's like, no chance of anybody being a racist are the giants racist well they broke the rooney rules big picture you know did they play a brian flores even i I wouldn't even call the giants necessarily racist but i I don't know the inner workings i don't know the history of the franchise of hiring you know black executives and you know all that kind of stuff i can't really think of a black head coach the giants have had but uh, i i I, it's not for me to call the giants racist or not but i think it would be for me to tell you and to my thoughts on the Broncos being a racist or a franchise and organization or not, I would say no. Yeah, especially like I said, in a, a town like Denver, you wouldn't you would get so much backlash if there was anything that came out like that. Wow, sucks for the Broncos to have to deal with this stuff right now. Uh, on a day where yesterday, 
and we'll talk about it on the other side, they became officially for sale. Okay? Kind of a sad day, and uh, the ushering in of a new uh, era. era. Era of uh, football and, you know, Broncos football. Statements from everybody galore, including the Bolin family. Kind of sad they couldn't figure this out, get this thing figured out. But when you have eight kids and there's three different families here, it's hard to split things up equally and fairly. (laughs) Right? Yeah, and they dragged their feet and they couldn't figure anything out, so it's on them. All right. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer... Daryl Hall and John Oates. Back on the other side, it's Miley Sports.